Cinebuds receives support from Associated Bank and Eyes on the Lake, Eye Care and Eyewear. Cinebuds, Cinebuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Hello, welcome to Cinebuds. I'm Dory Zori from Radio Milwaukee. And I'm Christopher Pollard from Milwaukee Film. And with summer right around the corner, what are we talking about in this week's Cinebuds? Well, we want to go to summer camp. Who doesn't? In the summertime when the weather is hot. We're going to talk about summer camp movies. Do you have any summer camp memories? Like I'm talking single digits to maybe maybe high school or yeah. younger. Fourth grade camp was a big deal at our school. When you're fourth grade, you got to go away from camp for a week. I was terrified of that idea, so I did not go. Mm. I did go to a day camp. I did that for a week, and I really enjoyed it. I feel like I got the gist of it, but that staying the night element, I think, is key for like a lot of that that whole vibe. Yeah, the shenanigans. The being yeah. away from your parents overnight at that age, I think, is really substantial, especially when you're not being like dropped off at your grandma and grandpa's or your right. relatives. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I have a couple summer camp memories. As a Girl Scout, there were a lot of day trips to Camp Chinook, oh. <laughs> uh, where there's a lot of crafting and a lot of team building and yeah. a lot of bonding, like, you know, just doing exercises and singing songs and just really kind of connecting with nature, which I think is really important. Yeah. Um, but the only legit summer camp I went to where it was a sleepover Seemed like it was at the very top of Wisconsin, but it probably was like only an hour away. But yeah. when you're a kid and you're driving, it seems like you're driving forever. <laughs> it was a science camp. Oh. And that was exciting because everyone in my eighth grade junior high class got to apply to go to science camp. And they personally handpicked the one person from our school that got to go. And that was me. <gasps> oh. Because I was snap. good at science. That's exciting. Or maybe I was the only one that applied. But this whole time... <laughs> I don't like to think, actually, you know, why would my brain not, even tell me that? That did not even occur to me. No. Well, we all know. We're all uh, self-conscious. <laughs> so we've got great summer camp memories. We know you have great summer camp memories. And while in the full podcast, we're going to talk about a bunch. But ultimate number one summer camp movie we both recommend people go see is... It's Meatballs, guys. Meatballs. It's Meatballs. It was a summer of discovery. Friendship. Just the person I wanted to see. Women. Competition. I got it, I got it, I got it. And most of all, the summer that proved it just doesn't matter. Bill Murray's first film from yeah, 1979, so, yeah. his, mm -hmm. his big screen debut. Yeah, it's I it's still one of my favorite movies of all time. In fact, I have space on my arm designated for a potential meatballs tattoo. Whoa, is it gonna say it just it doesn't matter? It's gonna say yes. that. Oh, I nailed That's it. exactly correct. <laughs> Yeah, nope, that's perfect. Nailed it. All right, we're going to talk more about meatballs in the full podcast. So stick around. April showers bring May flowers, potholes, and flat tires. If you've been saving up for a rainy day, those days are here. If you're in need of a more reliable ride, donate your old one to Radio Milwaukee. Did you know? A single vehicle donation can be almost three times as valuable as a single cash donation. Think of it as a financial super bloom for this public radio station. Learn more by going to RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars. 
All right, we're back and talking about uh, summer camp movies. Summer camp movies. Let's continue on with meatballs. Now, I learned yeah. Christopher's going to get a tattoo that says it just doesn't matter. Yeah, it may be a plate, just a little plate of spaghetti with a couple big meatballs in it. And then it's going to have a little ribbon around that says it just doesn't matter, uh. which... I'm still contemplating, but I, I feel good about it. I feel like it has to be yeah. done. Um, Meatballs, summer camp movie. I mean, really, it's about like the camp of misfits versus the camp across the lake. Yeah, Wait, slobs so, versus snobs. Right. Camp North Star versus Camp Mohawk. <laughs> yeah. You would think for some reason Camp Mohawk would be the, the slobs. Misfits. They'd be the misfits. But mm-hmm. yeah, not so much. They were That's the, the rich camp and then the what quote unquote poor camp. It has everything you want from a summer camp movie. It has uh, sexy hijinks, <laughs> regular hijinks. Uh, it's got a nerdy kid with tape on his glasses and a fat kid who eats a lot. Like those are the, the that's the trope they used so much in the 80s and they're best friends. Um, and then it, the only thing it doesn't have, which a lot of summer camp movies is the horror version. So there's either the hijinks mm-hmm. summer camp or there's the scary murdery summer camp and i have a feeling we're gonna dip our toes into both lakes of these summer camps throughout this podcast (laughs) yeah definitely check out the ivan reitman directed meatballs if you haven't seen it i am a little nervous to see what kind of cringe moments could um come up with this movie now i've seen it so regularly that i can (laughs) tell you there's a couple i mean obviously in the 80s how women are portrayed is often not great. Yeah. Uh, but there's also some great female characters in there who like handle their business really well. Awesome. So there's like also, you know, revenge moments that are great with those characters. Um, and then, yeah, there's a couple of moments where they say a word we wouldn't probably say anymore. Mm-hmm. But but that's OK. I mean, considering the time, shockingly OK. <laughs> like shockingly not as not as bad as you'd expect. Thank you, Ivan Reitman, yeah. for keeping that train on the track. Well, <laughs> yeah. I feel like we can't talk about meatball, meatballs without immediately following it up by the 2001 yeah. classic teen comedy parody Wet Hot American Summer. This summer, take a trip back to 1981 with the special people who made summer camp unforgettable. You guys aren't supposed to be out of your bunks. You're in trouble. The camp director. Four campers are stuck in the ropes course. I meant to tell you about that yesterday. Could you get to it now? A revelation. (laughs) It's set. It was re- it was released in two thousand one, but it was actually set in nineteen eighty one, and it, it's basically about the last day of camp and the counselors, uh, kind of what they're doing on the last day, putting together this big show, and you kind of are getting a sense of what the camp was like for the counselors during the yeah. the week. But I also find it to be incredibly hilarious because camp counselors are usually older teenagers, maybe early twenties. But all the actors are some of your favorite comedians <laughs> yeah. that were clearly in their 30s or 40s when they yeah. filmed this. But it doesn't it just it doesn't just matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> what out American Summer. So when I first watched it, it was in my parents basement. Um, I stopped halfway through and just started. I called like three friends. I genuinely just stopped in the middle saying we have to watch this together. I was by myself laughing so hard. I was hitting the floor. I laughed so much. It's one of the, my, I think one of the funniest movies, especially when you first view it. Mm-hmm. The, it's 
David Wayne directed it, who is a very funny man, and he was involved in this great um, sketch and like TV group called The State, and also one called Stella. And Stella, these shorts that you had to find online for the longest time, was my gauge if somebody was cool. Like, if they liked the Stella shorts, if they got it, then, then you know you could hang. I was like, yeah, we're cool. We're cool. Oh, my gosh. But it has this sense of humor that's absurd, like raunchy in parts, but raunchy, and not for the sake of being raunchy, raunchy for the sake of just being extreme and silly and, and over the top. But also made incredibly funny references. They referenced Meatballs. They referenced a bunch of different films. They also keep making these jokes about how summer camps like this were actually predominantly for Jewish kids at a certain, like in the, I don't know, in the 40s, 50s, I'm just kind of guessing, but uh, in like the Catskills, you know, so they, they kept referencing it throughout. Everyone had a, like he's calling out for kids' names and they're all very Jewish names. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I didn't get that at first until I realized that that, oh, that was a predominantly Jewish thing, uh, summer camps. I'm also guessing a lot of the actors and that are also writers wrote, probably had those personal experiences oh, yeah. at those yeah, skills summer camps. David Wayne and, um, and Michael Showalter were all, they all had those exact experiences, yeah. And what other movie can you watch where the camp cook uh, has full-on conversations with his pantry items? Yeah, that's right, a can of corn. Can of just corn. a can of peas. I said I hear my buds in class. I gotta go and call my buds, see how his grades are. I gotta go. Go away, leave me alone. Gee, now hold on. Look, I don't care what you do in your private time, but don't lie about it. it. Christopher, also the first time I've ever saw Christopher Maloney outside of the Law and Order universe, and he's so funny in it. Incredible it's so timing and ridiculous. That and then Paul Rudd being like the too cool for school guy, like it just him like not dumping his tray of food where it should be, and then like getting called out and just ah. Oh. Paul oh. Rudd is not commended enough for his physical humor. There's a bunch, there's just a few moments in a bunch of different films where he does these very over the top physical things that are so good. And this movie actually it does. I mean, granted, I never went to a sleepaway camp, but based on my limited day camp experience, plus what I know about them, it feels like this does have a lot of genuinely like relatable <laughs> scenarios while being very over the top. But you always have a camp, a crush for camp. Yep. You know, people are always trying to make out with each other mm -hmm. and get away from like the boring uh, activities. She got or... some gum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. All right. So I would definitely go to that camp. One camp I probably would never want to attend is Camp Crystal Lake. Oh, sure. Classic. Classic. Friday the 13th series, which I was so afraid of as a child. I've had this dream. I'm in a thunderstorm, and it's raining really hard. Sounds like pebbles when it hits the ground. I try to block out the sound with my hands, only it doesn't work. It just keeps getting louder and louder. And the rain turns to blood. It's just a dream. If the ad for the film came on TV, I would change the channel, and I'd count to like 60, and then I would change it back. Who would have too scared to watch the ads? Too scared to watch the ads. Yeah. It was uh, something that I did with my friends in high school. We didn't go to parties. We had sleepovers and watched scary movies and Friday the 13th. I always like put my sleeping bag kind of behind the rest of the ladies and had my eyes closed most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, Jason Voorhees, 
That's yeah. the birthplace. And who knew there'd be like what thirteen, a thousand? Yeah, I know. Follow up movies. It made me um, also feel different going to hockey games after watching that <laughs> yeah. movie for the first it, time. That is true. Hockey masks now are mostly associated with horror mm-hmm. and not so much with hockey. Thanks, Friday the 13th. But yeah, that is an actual summer camp movie. What else is on your list? So I have a couple. Well, another horror movie that I watched a few years ago uh, for the first time. And I don't remember what it's, I think, 70s or 80s. uh, Sleepaway Camp. Dear Mom and Dad, I've been at Sleepaway Camp for almost three weeks. And I'm getting... Very scared. Welcome to Sleepaway Camp. Someone is watching you. So Sleepaway, Never watch that Sleepaway, one. Don't. I mean, do. <laughs> Sleepaway Camp is a movie that's it's very poorly acted. It's a very 80s, low budget, you know, uh, slasher film. It takes place at a camp. But man, talk about stuff that doesn't hold up. Uh, there's a couple of things that are concerning. One, and I, I'm not going to say most of the things on the air, but the cook, like the camp cook, is just a, like a 50 year old kind of kind of curmudgeonly guy. He says some of the most foul things about the campers out loud in front of authority figures, <laughs> no repercussions. And it's funny because it's so hideous the things he's saying and the no one bats an eye that made me laugh but also it's horrendous um and then the whole movie really is balancing on the final image of the film image where, uh, yeah i'm going to say image you, okay. you like the killer is revealed essentially in a very graphic and weird in really scary off-putting way to the point where I realize, oh, this movie is a classic of its genre for this scene alone. Ooh. <laughs> and it is very disturbing. So if I watch this movie and I see that final scene, will yeah. I recognize it from pop culture? No. Oh, okay. No, it's not one that's going <laughs> to be repeated a lot because I don't know that you could do it anymore. It also is like, it's also very confusing like we, my wife and I actually had to really <laughs> map it out what we were seeing and the effects that they used at this time were not great. So, I mean, I can say at least this, it looks like um, a person's head and shoulders superimposed. I don't know if in real life, like they put a plastic body, like a, a latex body on them, or if they somehow tried to like with a picture superimpose it, but it's it's kind of vague and the proportions are off, which all adds to how disturbing it is. To sum up, please don't watch Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> Just fast forward to the end, because now I now I have to watch at least what you're talking I mean, about I at the end. I think you should watch the whole thing. All right. Well, you mentioned the Catskills. I had Dirty Dancing in my list because it's, oh, I didn't think about that. it's summer in the Catskills. Yes, it's like a summer resort, but there is a summer camp aspect to it. Parents bring their kids. There's activities for the parents, okay. activities yeah. for the kids. But I mean, Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze set in 1963. Really, like that came out while I was in high school. So um, I just, my friend Holly wanted to watch it all the time. It was very like provocative for our young minds oh, to yeah. watch, but our parents 
you'd think the title Dirty Dancing would have um, got them to make us not watch it, but we watched it a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So shout out to Johnny Castle. But they also tackled really kind of interesting and important issues in that movie as well. So maybe not for the kids, but I, I think that should fall into a summer camp movie Yeah, list. I think so. I think that could count. Does Space Camp count? Oh, I love that Space movie? Camp. I With Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. And it's got Kelly Preston, Leah Thompson, uh, Joaquin Phoenix is in it. Tate Donovan. Kate Capshaw. Isn't Kate she Capshaw. Steven Spielberg's wife? She is. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that one I remember. She plays, like, the actual astronaut, and then all the kids come in to do, like, a week, and then something goes wrong, and they actually have to do space stuff. Who didn't want to go to space camp when they were little? That would have been a dream. Yeah. I mean, yeah. growing up in Wisconsin, there weren't a lot of options for that but i would imagine if you're somewhere near like in houston or in florida um central south florida space camp speaking of which fun mm -hmm. fact sheboygan was a contender to be houston to be nasa's uh nasa nasa's <laughs> uh like base camp uh, home no kidding yeah, yeah, yeah. what was, was it about sheboygan no idea it was a very long time ago so i'm assuming sheboygan was a very different place that could could harness um, an entire space. Did you take a recent tour of your historical society in your new town? My wife must have. She brought it up every time we walk along the beach. She goes, you know. And I said, I know. You told me many mm -hmm. times. <laughs> so now I know it forever. Nice. Yeah. All right. So there's another one from 1999. Do you remember? But I'm a cheerleader. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not perverted. I'm a cheerleader. The secret. Honey, we think you're a... <laughs> The solution. I work for a place called True Directions who help people like yourself. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Natasha Leone was yeah. in this. I think that might have been the first time that I saw her in anything, but also Michelle Williams and RuPaul. This actually isn't a cheerleader camp. Oh. It is a um, dark comedy oh, about right. um, rehab camps. That's right. So uh, Natasha Leone, she was a cheerleader, very popular in school, but her parents sent her this, this camp to get her to not be a lesbian. Yeah, they pray the gay away camps. Yeah. yeah. But... Although this is a very serious topic and these camps do yeah. exist and they're terrifying, and I'm not afraid to put that opinion out yeah, there, yeah. this movie actually gives some brevity and lightheartedness to that situation and I think is a really a really good watch. Yeah, it's a great cult classic, I think, for mm -hmm. sure. I want to just quickly mention a couple other um, standouts for me. I rewatched Heavyweights last night. I've never seen Heavyweights. Heavyweights, it's a... Um, Ben Stiller is in it, uh, but he plays the villain. He plays a character very much like the one he did in Dodgeball. But it's about a fat camp <laughs> mm -hmm. that gets taken over by a corporate entity and, you know, ruined. And uh, then hijinks ensue like they should in one of these movies. And they get the camp back, you know, to the with the people. But it's uh, it was very funny. It was actually, I was hesitant to watch it, but my wife who grew up with it. So, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, I agree. It's very cute. Very funny. We do hope that if you're out there listening, you actually have good camp memories. I know maybe camp wasn't good for everybody out yeah. there. But if you do have some good camp memories, give a shout out on our Instagram and let us know what the name of the camp was, what your favorite part about it was. Yeah. Did um, you have a favorite camp activity? Yeah. Did you make out at camp? 
Ooh, I never made out at camp. I mean, it's hard to do. They're watching you like a hawk. They are. You know what I did, though? I spent a lot of time. I missed my mom so much that I had a hard time, like, the first 24 hours. And so the, our camp counselor let me um, sit in the room with her and watch General Hospital at noon. <laughs> and we ate our lunch together on the first day. That's and that's all amazing. I needed. And that's then, amazing. And then I found some besties as we were making... Um, those little things where you can drop eggs out of trees and not oh, have them yeah. crack. Whatever oh, science yeah. experiment that was about. That's, oh, that's right, because it was a science camp. It was a science I got, camp. The only time I've ever been stung by uh, an insect, like stung where you had to get the stinger out, oh, yeah. was at, camp, is at day camp. Oh, my gosh. Now, was this insect a hornet? I believe it was a yellow jacket. Oh, those are mean. Yeah, it was chasing me. Because they go after, like, if you're eating food and stuff, they just, oh, they're just aggressive. No matter what. I also remember I had a circle, a colored patch pinned to my shorts that let that let everyone know where I was allowed to be in the pool. Oh. Like the one is like a shallow end. Uh-huh. The green is for shallow. And then like red is where you can go in the deep end. I was always like just shallow. Oh, were you not a good swimmer? I wasn't a swimmer at that point. Well, that's really smart. Not like I am now, which, you know. <laughs> expert Olympic. swimmer, Olympic level swimmer. <laughs> I have to quickly say that my favorite season of American Horror Story mm-hmm. was this 80s teen sleepaway camp ep- uh, season they had. Did you see that no, one? No, not yet. It's real good. It's my favorite one. Is it a more recent one? I think so. Okay. It was probably like seven or eight seasons in. Okay. Uh, but it was very much, it, it got more and more absurd, but it has all the great tropes and characters and it's, it's based in the 80s, which was really fun. Um, I highly recommend that one. I love it. Yeah. All right. So we've got some summer camp movies for you to watch this summer, varying degrees of funniness and scariness with different people in your life. Uh, what else are you watching recently, Christopher? I did see a movie I was very excited to watch. Um, it's not out yet. Or it's not. I don't think it's out in. I don't know if it's online or not yet. But um, I'm a big fan of Haruki Murakami, who's a novelist, wrote um, White a Bird Chronicle, um, Kafka on the Shore. He's a very popular author. And a lot of his work gets made in one way or another into films, especially in the last like 10 years. And there's a very interesting adaptation of some of his short stories that are kind of put a few of the characters from the short stories put together in this film called Blind Willow Sleeping Woman, which is the name of a collection of his stories. But it's interesting because it's animated and there's really only a few sections of it that need to be animated. So I always like it when you take because we did I forgot the name of the film. but we did. There was like a documentary that was animated mostly to protect anonymity. It was just interesting the different ways you use animation when it's you know not necessary, mm-hmm. you know, for, for all purposes. Um, there's a couple fantastical sequences in it, which I really like where a man talks to a, a man named frog who is a giant frog who helps him out. But most of it is just these simple interactions and this man talking about this wife who left him. Um, but then there's another story about a man who's having trouble at work and that's where the frog comes in to help. Uh, also dealing with like the earthquake and tsunami that happened in Japan. And this is sort of like people dealing with the aftermath of it in different ways. But, it's a really interesting movie. They do use the animation in these kind of dream sequences and the, to kind of accentuate the thoughts of the characters, uh, other than the frog, which is obviously helpful to have animation for that sequence. Really liked it, though. It was really interesting. Drop the name of it again for me. Yeah, it is called Blind Willow Sleeping Woman, and it's um, directed by Pierre Fuldes. 
Lovely. I'm yeah. going to put that on my list. Have I talked about Mrs. Davis yet? No. The series. Um, Sister Simone partners with her ex-boyfriend Wiley on a globe-spanning journey to destroy Mrs. Davis, a powerful artificial intelligence. It is oh, yeah. by the uh, creators of The Leftovers. And oh, I it's saw a like seasons of that. Yeah. yeah. And it's like watching um The Leftovers meets Black Mirror. Oh wow. It's pretty delightful. <laughs> yeah. Um it stars um Betty Gilpin, who I think is fantastic. Um I first fell in love with her on Glow. Oh, that's where I was looking at her face. I was like, how do I know her? Yeah, that's I mean, what I know her from. She's been in so much. Um, Glow, Roar. Um, what else have we watched recently that she's in? Uh, she was in American Gods, a TV series that I thought was really great. But um, yeah, it's just wonderful. It's just a wonderful, trippy show. Yeah, The visuals are kind of cool. You don't have any idea where the story is going. So if you like really, really weird stuff that has an overarching theme of religion and redemption and um, how different people interpret uh, their faith, yeah. but also the Black Mirror part comes in with technology and AI and where that's going and yeah. how it can be really harmful to a society. It all kind of brings it together in the most interesting way. There's been one season the, the last episode just aired recently, and it wraps everything up in such an interesting way I did not even see coming. So that's really? always fun, too. Is it is it like, would you classify it as, uh, is it part comedy? There's definitely. There's a little humor in it. Yeah, humor there's definitely that? humor in it, for sure. Because I saw the trailer, and I thought it did seem like a little irreverent, mm -hmm. but it's also got a fantastical element to it. Yes. Right? Okay, this looks really good. Yeah, I saw the trailer, and I've been hesitant uh not for any reason but the show but i was like oh i should you know whenever time you start a new show it's like am i gonna commit to this exactly but yeah I, it's on my list i feel like that's one that will just keep you going um and you will have no problems committing to it and i believe i mean the season is like a shorter season maybe eight episodes maybe? oh that's nice yeah. i kind of like a compact season unless it's something i really love and then when i get to that eighth episode i was like uh i want more yeah yeah I don't know where this show is going or if it's getting picked up, but if you can watch uh, Mrs. Davis, I can't wait to talk about it with you once you get a chance to yeah. watch it. Yeah, these are all good stuff. We hope you enjoyed the show and are going to go to summer camp right away. My wife really wants there to be an adult summer camp. She goes, that's all I want is to stay in a cabin and then do arts and crafts. Christopher, there was, especially was there during... Pre-COVID, um, the guys that own Boone and Crockett started an adult summer camp. Oh, that sounds vaguely familiar. We should look yeah. that up and see if it still exists because it's um, all-inclusive. The price includes your lodging, your food, your oh, beverages, your idea. activities. Um, yeah, but yeah, adult. She would love it. Let's all go find one and go to adult <laughs> summer camp together. Until then, we want to have we want to thank some folks. Thanks to Kiri Salinas, our producer. Yes, thank you, Kiri. And thank you to New Ski, who does our theme song. New Ski. We also have two official sponsors for Cinnabud. Shout out to our good pals at Associated Bank. Yeah. And thanks to Eyes on the Lake Eye Care and Eyewear for understanding that you need really healthy peepers to watch all these movies. <laughs> That's right. How you can watch these movies? Come on. Uh, and we also could not do this without the wonderful support from our members, both at Radio Milwaukee and Milwaukee Film. We appreciate 
appreciate you very much. As you're packing for summer camp, don't forget to pack your bug spray. (laughs) That's so true. See you soon. Bye.